Welcome to CMMS Radio, a podcast, blog site, and general resource for all things CMMS, computerized maintenance management software, from selection to implementation to help you make better choices, learn from industry experts, and have a successful CMMS journey. We'll bring in experts along the way to help us learn more about CMMS, facilities operations, and much more. If you need help with a CMMS project, send a message at cmmsradio.com using the What's On Your Mind link. Suggest a topic, share your CMMS story, or ask questions. Thanks for tuning in. Today we're joined by Bennett Fitch. He is the Chief Strategy Officer for Noria Corporation to discuss the Noria journey story and a unique LMS tool called Lube PM and the Reliable Plant Conference. Bennett serves as a senior technical consultant and is an instructor for Noria's machinery lubrication and oil analysis. He has several credentials and is an expert in machine lubrication and oil analysis. Welcome to the show, Bennett. Thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you, Greg, and thank you for that introduction. I was uh, a lot of great things to say. I appreciate that. My pleasure. My pleasure. It's really important that we have experts like yourself on the show and what I wanted to talk about first is what are some of the specifics in your background that led you to become an expert in this specific industry? Well, it's definitely a unique one. Lubrication isn't something people typically um, grow up to you know, aspire to specialize in, um, and including myself, you know, it wasn't like, oh gosh, yes. But, um, you know, I, I did grow up in a family that the subject of lubrication and tribology, which is lubrication, friction and wear, um, certainly was a, a topic because um, both my father and my grandfather definitely in the, the business. Um, but just thinking from my own perspective, you know, I, um, you know, I'm a mechanical engineer. I have that kind of mindset and I went through several programs um, that I kept looking for keywords related to lubrication, not really mentioned very much, especially during those you know, typical um, education settings. Uh, but yet all the while, how can you imagine a machine any, of any kind, pump, motor, gearbox, the engine, your car, a bearing of any kind, compressor, you name it. How can you imagine these machines running very efficiently with, without thinking about the lubricant? You know, we take it for granted what it can do. And, um, you know, one thing I've, I've been told and and learned over the last few years, especially, is treating lubricants as an asset. You know, in thinking about it, it's not just some commodity or something that uh, a consumable. I mean, um, but net, but it's something that if you treat right and you select right and you manage the right way, it can really benefit you greatly long term. And so Noria has um, kind of we started off with training over the the, the years, twenty five years ago, with oil analysis training and thinking about the condition monitoring aspects with oil analysis. But then as years went on, you know, we realized lubrication needs to be a focus ahead of just an analyzing the oil and doing things right proactively ahead of the, the issues. And, you know, and then Noria has been able to specialize in both machinery lubrication and oil analysis um, for both consulting and training purposes. And that's kind of where I fit in. I've been with Noria for the last um, you know, 10 plus years now. Um, but I've also worked in laboratories before that. And I like oil analysis a lot for that reason. Um, but I'm in the plant all the time, different kinds of plants and helping people build lubrication programs with their 
software and programs they have, and, but using the best practices that we teach. And, um, and, and we also have our own approaches and how to you know, manage a lubrication program, a lubrication management system, we call it LMS. Right, right. And so Noria has been around, and you already said it, for 25 years. And the initial focus of the organization was really around that, that education to really help people get to that level of understanding for what they could do with the oil and lubrication analysis itself, right? And I'm curious now how that has evolved when it comes to now. So we go back 25 years, now we're here today. And I'm curious how that has evolved as it relates to software and CMMS. So where and how do CMMS platforms or providers mm -hmm. uh, fit into the Noria story? Sure. That's a, that's a great question. Um, you know, we, we're pretty familiar with a lot of the different CMMS programs um, that are required for a lot of maintenance activities to, to be effective at all in any kind of way. Um, and, you know, with any kind of daily activities related to lubrication, okay, maybe they're the right prompts there for work orders and things to be accomplished in that way. Um, or certain programs that handle all levels of condition monitoring, whether it's vibration, ultrasound, thermography, oil analysis, then you know, we need to understand how the, those aspects appropriately fit into the, the CMS, CMMS program. Um, not to just manage the daily activities, but just the overall metrics with how we're able to make an impact on reducing downtime and how the results of the oil analysis data, for example, are actually translating to an actual benefit in the end of the day. Is it is it allowing us to extend the life of the oil? Is it allowing machines to experience less failure modes? And there's a lot of connections between all that. It gets really kind of convoluted. Um, but you know, looking back at least ten years, um, you know, I, I, let's say about ten years ago, it was very common for whenever we would deliver all the best practices in, in lubrication all the right procedures, the calculations for doing you know, this and that, how much grease, what type of grease, the right viscosity, the right everything about it, um, the right steps to follow. Um, it never really had a great place to go in the seamless program. Um, it didn't fit very well. They made it work. We made it work at times, um, but sometimes they just like to default to using an Excel document or some kind of hybrid approach where the ones who are in, actually trying to manage the lubrication aspects, it was it was tough to use a program that wasn't really meant for lubrication. And there were programs that, you know, had the intention of using for lubrication, but even those just seemed a little, had a little bit of an antiquated approach to it. And um, so that's kind of where, you know, we have evolved over the more recent years is trying to, uh, or actually using a program that we developed in-house to kind of help solve some of those needs but it's all been organic because we're are the you know we see what the challenges are that people have and we just want to build it for the, our customers needs that and and that's important because my next question was going to be around mm -hmm. lube pm which is okay. a solution that you've developed to to really get there and what's important i think is you've built and developed Lube PM, which is critical because you understand all the other things that led you there. Mm -hmm. And now you've got something that you can, you know, 
bring to market and really help these different plants with their reliability. So the question is, uh, Lube PM, it's a lubrication management system. And I want to talk about the importance of lubrication as a catalyst to greater reliability. Okay. Yeah. Well, reliability is all about, you know, think about the definition of reliability. We're trying to um, imagine machines, even individual machines, um, having a longer lifespan, easier to maintain, sustainability, and uh, just overall cost of ownership being down. But then you extrapolate that across multiple machines. And sometimes the decisions we make for the a facility as a whole uh, may compromise things that are specific to each machine um, because it's better for the greater good. Um, so there's a bit of optimized um, perspectives that have to come with that. Um, and where lubrication comes in, it's one of the activities and maintenance that is quite frequent. You know, you don't just wait until uh, something's screaming at you, machine fails and trying to do some repairs and all the other variety of activities. Lubrication's frequent. You know, sometimes you might have to go up to a machine every single week, every single day, and maybe every single shift to uh, at least lubricate something if it's a needed machine. And some machines have not just one or two or three loop points, but could have dozens of loop points. There are some cases in, in tire plants and uh, manufacturing where the grease fittings, I can't even count how many there are, just are all over the place. So uh, trying to uh, identify a way to reliably do that, it, it, it takes a, an approach that's kind of dedicated to the needs of lubrication rather than you know, a more higher overarching uh, solution for a lot of other things. And I think that's where Lube PM kind of fits in a little bit there. So with Lube PM, and you and I have had this conversation before, it's it's really there to essentially take a solid, let's say, preventive, predictive, and CMMS kind of mm-hmm best practices within an organization you can go next level and really get closer to that opportunity for continual process improvement. And what I mean by that is we've got our CMMS and we're, we're leveraging it to the hilt. We're doing everything right. And you've got this nice tracking of data within assets, which in this case, we're talking about equipment assets, production aspect, uh, assets. Now we can go a step further with something like lube PM and start looking at that lubrication because all the other things are in place. And now with a proper lubrication management system, you can go next level to get even more efficiency. Is that a fair statement about lube PM's yeah. role in the CMMS world? Well, I, w- I would, uh, yes. I mean, we know that there is, there is a solid need for a, a, a management system for maintenance as a whole and, even the, the programs that handle asset management more holistically as well. Um, you know, from my perspective, I would hate to see lubrication be a second thought, but in reality, sometimes that's just what the default is. People don't go to lubrication as a priority. After the fact, after experiencing, you know, the challenges with machines, they may develop that mindset of treating lubrication first, but it's not the default. Um, so in your case, you're talking about, you know, when you have a CMS program, now you're thinking about where can we um, solve the needs with lubrication. Yeah, LoopPM fits that bill for sure. Um, but sometimes it can be handled initially too. Um, and, and 
entirely standalone, but can be connected the right ways as needed. Every every kind of facility is a little different with how the different programs talk to each other. Um, but so it's not uncommon at all for lubrication to be treated um, completely separate from all the other maintenance activities. There's a team dedicated to those lubrication tasks, and, and that's where LubPM can have a very important role for that type of team. Um, they can manage their activities effectively in a, in a way that's designed exactly for what's the best practices behind lubrication. That's great. Now, there's another thing I want to switch over to, and this is you know relative to the other things that Noria does and that Noria is known for. Uh, Noria delivers a very, very popular industry conference each year. It's called Reliable Plant. Uh, that's coming up, by the way, in uh, July, July 31st through August 3rd, 2023. And that's going to be in Orlando, Florida. How did that whole thing start? Oh, man. Well, about the very beginning of Noria. So 25 years. In fact, this year will be our 25th anniversary year of, of putting on uh, these conferences. Now, back in the earlier days, Noria was more focused on oil analysis and lubrication. We still are, um, but they were, it was called uh, something more associated to those topics. But for you know the last you know, 13, 14, I can't remember how many years, um, 50, it's been called Reliable Plant. But for the last 20 plus years, it's been an a industry leading event to focus on gathering information from all different levels of the reliability space and and we also the maintenance spaces are definitely different concepts and allowing people to share their message and it really ties in with noria's vision statement i have it written here on, on the wall here and it says noria's vision is to curate knowledge and create solutions for our future leaders to keep every machine and every plant in the world moving reliably and the key word there is the you know the um the curation of knowledge. Um, and that's kind of, you think of a, a museum curator and they're gathering historical artifacts and find, find the best of the best to share with the world. That's a little bit what we're doing with knowledge. You know, we, we have marketing avenues, publishing avenues. We, we are in classes teaching people, but the things we're teaching are the things we've learned for decades and we're constantly making it better and better. The conference is just another avenue for that. Right, but for the entire reliability space. So the Reliable Plant Conference is an opportunity to see all of this different subject matter experts talking about what's new and great in the industry. Lots of vendors. We have an exhibit hall with over 100 exhibitors, attendees, you know, 1,200, 1,400 or more people. It's, it's a, a significant event that um, happens once a year, and I think a lot of people love going to it because um, it's a community, and we, we're all in it. And, and, and that's the the critical kind of takeaway when it comes to reliability as a whole, all these different participants, attendees are, they're, they're going to learn new things. They're going to share new things. And that, that knowledge kind of base that's being curated yeah. is, is kind of growing. You're, you're, you're getting more and more of that. And it goes back to the tribal knowledge. It contributes to that as well. Mm -hmm. So, one of the questions I had about the reliability, uh, the reliable plant cool. conference is, and, and I think I already know the answer, but I want to ask you, do CMMS platform providers and other facilities management or asset management type companies mm -hmm. 
do they exhibit or speak at the conference? Oh, yeah, definitely. And really anything that is technology-driven, IoT, um, Industry 4.0, related topics. Um, every year, the last 10 years, you see more and more and more of that. Um, you know, we, there's definitely a lot of CMS programs out there or um, adjacent to related topics, you know, with CMS and to support the effectiveness of a CMS program or the overall maintenance management activities. Um, so you, that, that's definitely a, a core aspect of what you'll see in the exhibit halls and sessions, getting people to get on stage and talk about different approaches. I love those, those opportunities. Um, and, you know, I, I would say my advice to anyone who's considering going to these kind of conferences, um, if you've never been to one, yeah, you want to experience it. But think about the why behind it. Why, why are you going? You're ho hoping to learn a lot, but you're hoping to also bring back a lot of ideas and solutions to your plan, to your, your team. And um, many people may have that ability to influence the, the team the right way you, because you have, maybe have that job in the, in the right role and people um, see you there. But, if, but oftentimes it's hard to convey a lot of those messages um, and get buy-in. So if you're trying to really make a difference, come with a team, come with more people. Um, but whether it's at least just one more person, three people, five people, and I'm not talking about just this conference, I'm talking about any conference, any training, um, the impact is so much greater. It's multiplicative. You see the ability to actually change things in the plants really take off. I agree with that because it, if you're just one person, yeah. uh, you, you might miss some things and you get these dual viewpoints. It's yeah. two people from the company or more. And it, it just kinds of, kind of, kind of lends some almost like credibility where when you, when you go back and you share these learnings, it's not just coming from one voice, it's two voices or more. And, uh, it can, it can create that, that kind of necessary interest for the organization to adopt some of these best practices that these individuals learn mm -hmm. at the conference. And there's going to be myriad opportunities for that. I've been to many different conferences and that's a great approach. It's really great advice mm -hmm. that you shared there. Is there anything big planned or something special to look forward at this particular conference this year? Well, it's 25th, so we're going big. <laughs> I mean, there, there's the typical stuff, like we have a cool casino night um, that everybody everybody loves. I mean, it's, it's in Orlando, Florida, so people bring family, and there's all kinds of things right down the street from Disney. Um, yeah. And But we're, we have a lot of really cool uh, keynotes, um, and I'm trying to decide how much I can share now that's not uh, too early to share. Um but um, we will have some really cool displays of some special high-end robotics um, that'll be there and put on a show. Uh, we'll have some people that are not only you know, subject matter experts, but founders of really core co uh, topics in the maintenance space. And you'll be surprised to learn um, the role they had in really bringing our industry to, to where we're at today. So we have a lot of people that are bringing new ideas, younger people that have a lot of great solutions that weren't around, but also you know, telling you about where, where we, what the, what's the history behind this. Let's, let's hear from the, those who've been here a while and, and learn from them. And they were huge and instrumental in getting us to where we're at today. That's good stuff because you, 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 if you're 
if you're up and coming, you're you know maybe a millennial or a younger Gen Xer or someone that's new to an industry, this industry and in, in reliability, those individuals are going to share with you where were we, mm-hmm. what's that journey to where we where we are now, and there's going to be lots of different insights from each of these individuals. So I think that's a great environment, and that's that's what it's really all about is getting those learnings the new and innovative things. So that leads me to another question. And this is, this is a question I came up with uh, today. Why is innovation, even if a current program is working, you know, a reliability program, a maintenance program, why is innovation critical for maintenance and reliability teams? Meaning, meaning, why is it important that if what they're doing now is working, that they still continue to innovate? Well, I, I mean, I say this to even in, internally at Noria or anytime we talk about change in general, you know, change management's always a, a big topic and dealing with people and cultures and just the way we have habits. But the way we've been, we, anyone, not just, you know, talking about your own role or our, my role is the way we may be successful now, the way we're successful 10 years ago, 20 years ago, is not going to be the same way we're successful five years from now and 10 years from now. Technology may change. Ideas may change. We have new methodologies. Um, if you don't, if you're not going forward, you're not moving forward, then you're falling behind. It's one way or the other. So if you, if it's, you think you can coast, it's not going to last very long. Um, and there's a lot of people who, are going to be a little bit stuck in a certain approach and doing things a certain way for too long. But at the same time, there's a lot of fresh ideas. And so if you're willing to combine that, let people blend thought processes, learn from thought leaders, and why not even use a little bit of technology to your advantage? You like having a new phone that you just bought? Yeah, it's fun to mess with a new technology. Or someone buys a new vibration tool. Okay, this this gets you into it. It gets you excited about a new technology or a software program. You know, that, that's one thing people always say about Loop PM is, man, it feels like it's such a modern tool because it's just easy to use um, and the, the navigation between this and that is just, just modern. And so people get excited about it. So if you're trying to innovate, take those things to your advantage um, when, it, when things are exciting. I agree. I agree. So what is on the horizon for Noria, Loop PM, or your publications? Always changing. <laughs> I mean, um, our publications have definitely evolved a lot. But this year, um, we're leveraging more of a digital platform that allows us to share content, not just with you know written articles. We've been doing that forever, 25 years, but with videos and interactive infographics and uh, building a community so that you can see where, where uh, people need to learn. Um, how people can learn, just different approaches there and making it accessible. Uh, conference, um, well, every year is a new one for us, usually in a different city and new people there. So we let, we're just a curator. So we let the the, the, the vendors and the, the speakers and the interactions with the networking events, that, that's the innovation, you know. Um, and in our own space, you know, come back to our core competencies. Noria is all about lubrication and, and oil analysis and, you can't ignore the blocking and tackling of lubrication activities, going up to machining and greasing or lubricating something, getting oil in your hands. You know, that's a messy, messy environment. 
Um, but you can make things better with the right technology, the right tools. And, and you, you've maybe heard of concepts like the industry 5.0. What does that mean? Well, that's really just leveraging what um, humans are best at and known for and what technology is best at and known for and getting more effective at blending those two in the right way. And why not make that part of, um, you know, lubrication as well. And that's where we're going. I love that. I love that because you and I have talked about this before. I've heard you talk about it on, you guys had a, a recent podcast that came out an yeah. inaugural podcast. We'll talk about that in a second. Yeah. yeah it, it's, it's important that we all realize that even with AI and the other technologies and further advancement in automation, those are all great things, but the human element can't go away because there's a certain aspect to that where, like you say, with industry 5.0, where that's blended. Now you really, you really get moving. You mm -hmm. get this, you get this, this again, I say next level, but that's what it is. It's another pathway to further mm -hmm. improve what you're doing on a more constant and consistent basis. So the, the podcast, could you do a little shout out about the, the new podcast? Sure. Well, for anyone who knows uh, Wes Cash, he's our VP of services at Noria. He's the host of a brand new podcast called Gear Talks. And this is a great podcast in the maintenance and reliability space that really focuses on the people. So what is it that that person that's being um, a guest speaker at, on the podcast, what is their history? What have they learned over the years and maybe through a transition of multiple careers, but what, what's the future look like and hearing from their experience and what messages they can share. And um, Wes is an excellent host and we're, we already have several recorded and I, I just think it's phenomenal. So check it out. I don't, I don't have the URL to share anything right now, but maybe we'll add it here somehow and you come check it out. Yeah. I'll go to nori.com yeah. or uh, machinerylubrication.com to learn more. I think it's also podcast.nori.com uh, if I'm not mistaken. I'll look up some of that info and, and put it up on this video version. And then maybe I can put some info on the website as well. So speaking of that, I want to ask you, how do people get in touch with you to learn more about Noria and to start their own conversation? Well, my home address is <laughs> um, yeah, LinkedIn's great. You can reach me um, by email as well. Uh, B Fitch, a B F I T C H at Noria, N O R I A dot com. Um, that's that, I'll, I'll get back to you as soon as I can with that approach. Or find me on LinkedIn, Bennett Fitch, um, and you can interact. You can you know, look at look at my uh, posts or comment on it, and we can chat on there as well. Uh, Nori.com. Go there and you'll see everything that Nori is about. I only you know, touched a little bit on, on what we do, uh, training and consulting. Uh, check out our publications, machinerylubrication.com, Reliable Plant. That has a magazine as well. But the Reliable Plant is the name of our conference as well. Um, so you can find the conference information there or uh, it's conference.reliableplant.com. That's where the conference site is located. Um, so if you come to conference, uh, you'll find me. I know you will. I'm somewhere somewhere around there. So looking forward to seeing everyone who's listening here to to uh, coming to conference and talking to them. Yeah, and I definitely encourage anyone that can 
to go make sure if you do, you bring a colleague, at least one colleague. That way you get uh, more substantial learning to bring back to your organization to incorporate these best practices and new innovations that you're going to learn about. Again, the Reliable Plant Conference is July 31st through August 3rd, 2023. That is in Orlando, Florida. Bennett, thank you for the time today. It's a pleasure to have you. And I look forward to doing this again sometime. Thank you. My pleasure. Thank you so much, Greg. Did you find this episode helpful? Please send us some feedback, suggest a topic, or ask a question. And follow us on your favorite podcasting platform. Reach out to CMMS Radio if you need a co-pilot on your CMMS project and keep listening to CMMS Radio. Do you have a CMMS story? We'd love to hear it. Visit cmmsradio.com and use the What's On Your Mind link. Thank you for tuning in to CMMS Radio, your resource for all things CMMS from selection to implementation to help you make better choices, learn from industry experts, and have a successful CMMS journey.